Welcome back to the Polk Experience. Today, Mark Jackson, the Director of Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing, will take the reins as he speaks to Scott Ellis, recently retired rocket man whose water ski skills made him a known name around the world. Here's the interview. Hello, everybody. This is Mark Jackson, Executive Director of Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing, more commonly known as Visit Central Florida and Central Florida Sports Marketing. I'm also a former professional water skier, and I have the honor and the opportunity to sit with Scott Ellis, a world-famous skier from right here in Polk County. What an opportunity this is, and welcome to the show, Scott. It's, hey, thank it's you. great to see you again, and you know, we've crossed paths over the years. Um, you know, all of us in the sport of water skiing, of course, have followed your career. I think it's 41, 42 years in the sport since you were yeah. seven years old. You're 50, 50 now. Yeah, well, just do 50. the math. Yeah. <laughs> and growing up in Lakeland, uh, your parents uh, before you were very uh, famous in the sport of water skiing. Roger and uh, Jennifer, she... Uh, uh, I, I remember dealing with your mom for years and yeah. years and years, and uh, you know, you sort of stole the limelight from your folks. But uh, what a background in in water skiing! Not in, in, in truly, water skiing is America's family sport. Um, it has been promoted uh, like that for for decades. But tell us a little bit about your beginning. You know, you started out at, at a very very young age. Yeah. Um, and you know the background really did emanate from your parents, you know, that yeah. initial beginning. Yeah, it was really from the Ellis family. Uh, my dad has three brothers, so they all got together. They bought a boat, and all the family, we all skied every weekend, and we had our 49-cent tacos from Taco Bell down there on Lake Parker. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my first memory of skiing. And we just happened to go to Lake Hollingsworth one day, and we skied in the path of a skier in a slalom course. We had no idea what a slalom course was. So, of course, now that we're a slalom skier and we're a skiing family, anyone who cuts in front of you in the course is like a cardinal sin. Yeah. So that skier came and talked to us and said, hey, this is the course. You know, do you mind skiing over there? Kind of explained to my dad what it was. Um, and it just happened to be a guy named Richard Johnston. Oh, boy. Who was famous in the Lakeland Water Ski Club, ended up having a site down in Mulberry Ski Paradise. So he explained everything to us and said, hey, we put on a ski show, the Lakeland Water Ski Show, on the weekends. Why don't you guys come down and watch it? I'm like, okay. And that's how it started. My parents watched the show. At the end of the show, hey, if anybody has any questions, want to join, come over here. We joined. We started doing shows. We did shows for years. And that local Lakeland Ski Club put on two water ski three event tournaments a year, the Lakeland Open and the Lakeland Three Round Trick. So that's how we got introduced to tournament skiing through show skiing. And I went to the tournament and as a little eight-year-old kid, I won a trophy and I was hooked. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I played little league baseball. You, you go all season, you get a tiny little trophy all summer for a little trophy on my shelf. Well, I started going to these ski tournaments and winning three and four trophies every weekend and filled up my room in a summer. And that was it. I got the magazines hung pictures on the wall, chased autographs. And to this day, I still get it. As long as I can get a trophy at a tournament, that's kind of my DNA goal is I want trophies. That's what you've been programmed That's what I've been programmed for. And like you said, it's a family. It all started 49 tent tacos on Taco Bell Sunday. And that's how that's how we started. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. And for our listeners, uh, 
the backdrop of all of this is that 2022 is the centennial celebration of the sport of water skiing. A guy by the name of Ralph Samuelson um, invented the sport on Lake Pepin in Minnesota, of all places. Um, sort of a trickle down from uh, uh, from snow skiing, if you will. And you know, he started the sport; it grew, but eventually migrated here within that decade of the twenties, the nineteen twenties. That is down here, Dick Pope. Uh, and his brother Malcolm and some others picked up on on that, and eventually it became a mainstay, and what made uh, Cypress Gardens famous. Yeah. So th this is the centennial celebration, and we're sort of kicking it off. We did kick it off with the USA Water Ski Annual Awards at the R RP Funding Center, but then the bookend on the other end, the uh, end of the year will be the World Show Ski Championships, a discipline where you started, um, with the World Championships, and that will be held in Winter Haven on Lake Silver, October 21, 22, and 23. And of course, all, you know, China, Australia, and all these teams will be coming in. So that's our background for this. But, you know, Scott, let's talk a little bit about your family, because um, I knew about uh, your, your mom and dad, Yeah, you know, I guess, well, not before you, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were uh, really active in the sport. They yeah. gave back. You know, I remember dealing with your dad, always very knowledgeable, helpful, giving back. You know, your mom has done an unbelievable job in the world of wakeboarding. Wakeboard, and yeah. I was always surprised that I didn't see you on the wakeboard tour, yeah. you know, because it just seemed like, well, geez, Jennifer's, she's doing this. And in fact, she received an award at the USA that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, just USA, recently, yeah. Yeah, the an, annual awards, which was really, really impressive. She's still there. Yeah, she she's still, she walks on site and she might not be working, but all the, the older generation of wakeboarders, they know it right away. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she took care of them. She yelled at them. <laughs> she got them on the dock, made sure you got their bibs, make sure they got their paychecks. And, you know, some of those little teenager kids, they, they win, they forget about, hey, you didn't pick up your check. Like, come get it. <laughs> But so, yeah, she, she loved the wakeboarding. She loved the travel. Um, she's still in it all the time. She still asks questions all the time. What's who's doing this? Well, you know, where are you going? And so they're they not involved physically, but they're still there. Well, your career, um, and this is no pun, but it, it sort of is, I guess. Um, you're known as the rocket man. Yeah. Because, you know, jumping is is my favorite event. Um, yeah. freestyle jumping was really my forte, but, uh, you know, jumping was, and still is yeah. the most exciting event in the sport of water skiing, at least for me, but you really rose to prominence. I believe it was in 1988. Yeah. 88. You won the junior world championship, yeah. which was amazing. And people were like, well, who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I never won anything going up into that. Nothing big. Yeah. Lo local stuff, but on the big stage nationals or regionals. I hadn't really won anything. I was always kind of behind a kid named J.D. Wiswall, who was like a oh, yeah. little kid phenomenon. Yeah. Like, and so I was always second. Yeah. And you know, people don't remember second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's right. You were there, but you didn't win. So it's, but I just had a had a great weekend, and it was in Melbourne, Australia. It was on a river with a current, a little challenging, and I just I performed really consistent and really well. And it kind of woke me up to, well, I think, you know, I can do this. Yeah. You know, I can take it to the to the next level. And it just took off from there. Well, what I think shocks a lot of people is 
you know, you're so famous. I mean, you set 14, I believe it's 14, U.S. national jump records. Yeah. I mean, it's just unheard of. Um, but you were a heck of a trick skier and slalom. Yeah. Slalom. Yeah. I still slalom a little bit here and there. I just had an injury in 95, which kind of stopped the tricking yeah. and kind of slowed down the slot. It really slowed down everything. And, but, uh, my dad really is the one that kind of kept me jumping. It, it took about a year and a half to get back going again, but it was really him that kind of got me off the couch and, you know, put my sad lip back in my face and, and, and <laughs> it took off. And then the, the year, that year I returned, I went straight back to being number one. Yeah. So. Well, what, what I found, you know, and have found interesting about your career, um, very similar to Sammy Duvall. Sammy was, you know, a great jumper, uh, you know, world champion jumper. Yeah. And, uh, but there's this something about trick skiing and jumping, whether it's distance or freestyle. Scotty Clack is a great example of this, five-time yeah. world freestyle champion. And one of the things that I always said made Scotty the best ever was the fact that he had that kinesthetic sense about where he was in the air. Do you yeah. think in your career and in, in, in developing that great trick skiing ability helped you in jumping? Yeah, for sure. It teaches you, like you said, it's the awareness of not only in the air, but on the water too. And it's a, you can catch your balance even before you even know that you're off balance. Mm -hmm. It just naturally happens. And all great jumpers are great trickers. Uh, Jared Llewellyn, incredible yeah. tricker. Uh, Freddie Krueger is an incredible tricker and wakeboarder. Like, oh, I didn't know he wakeboarded. He used to, he was a huge, he won, I think two pro events in wakeboarding. No kidding. He was in, he's an incredible wakeboarder. And, uh, like I said, Jarrett was Bruce Neville was, um, Sammy was Carl was, um, so it's, it does go hand in hand. It just teaches you awareness, balance, and just how to, how to attack when it's appropriate. Well, there's an article that came out <clears throat> this week, actually, in the Water Skier magazine on you and uh, about your retirement and announcing your retirement. Um, it, the, the title of the article is In for the Landing, and it was uh, really an interesting article, um, but it shows you coming down, and, and this is a rare picture that you see in the publications, um, of you landing a jump you know, with the jump skis yeah. are different now than when you and I were, you yeah, know, yeah. growing up. They've it, changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, and all of that stuff. I mean, we go on for hours about that yeah. one. But, you know, the fact of the matter is it, it's almost perfect or is perfect form for coming in for, in for a landing. You know, the vision is perfect. Um, you know, the sight line, all of that type of stuff, balance, everything is symmetrical. Um and if you get a chance, pick up a copy of the Water Skier magazine, everyone, and uh, read the article. It's it's fantastic. But it really shows perfect form. We were talking about balance and kinesthetic sense and all of that fun stuff. Um, this is exactly how you should come in for a landing to minimize. And, you know, I, I think the importance of that, too, Scott, it's a safety thing. Yeah. You know, you, you really you learn how to fall when you're a trick skier. You learn... Uh, but when you're jumping over 200 feet, that yeah. speed and that drop is just unbelievable, which has put you at risk and uh, ultimately ended your elite. I think you skied at the elite level for 31 years. 31, yeah. That's just, that's unheard of. Three decades. Nobody, nobody does that. Yeah, not supposed you, to. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to. But you've had some, some real serious... Uh, 
some real serious accidents, and uh, ultimately, I think you had two dislocated hips. Yeah, four, um, and twice. Some other stuff, yeah, right? so four total, both sides twice. The right knee, and but the lucky thing is, I've never been cut open. Really? Yeah, I've been. Obviously, I get put under to put the hip back in, but I've never been cut open like a knee surgery or anything like that. So I think on that aspect, I've been kind of lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, my knees have been fantastic. I've never had not one knee problem, but I stay in the gym a lot mm -hmm. and I watch my weight. You know, I've been 175 pounds for, from, you know, 50 years. Like I'm ready to get, <laughs> I'm ready to sit back and get yeah, yeah. It's just, same you, thing. You, you have, that's one of those things. If you want longevity, that's what you got to do. Look at Tom Brady. He looks in better shape and younger now than he, you know, was drafted. Yeah. So you, that's one of the things you have to do. And, and a lot of guys don't do it or they just get tired of it and they just let them slip and then they blow their knee and then they're like, well, I got to stop now because my knee's blown. Yeah. Well, it was interesting too, you know, and, and you being a show skier, um, you get exposed to a lot of different disciplines and you use a lot of different muscles versus if you're just a slalom skier or whatever it may be. And one of the things if people ask me, you know, how did your my career last so long with all the freestyle jumping, the distance jumping, and then I was a, a you know professional uh, snow skier, freestyle snow skier. Why aren't your knees? Because my knees are not. Yeah. We're the same height, same yeah. weight. And I just said a lot of training, yeah. a lot of training in the gym. I hated running, but um, you know, tons of squats and and leg work and um, upper body stuff. And it really does make a difference. Yeah. Let's jump back to Polk County here a little bit. You know, there's so many people that don't realize that this is the water ski capital of the world and growing up in this environment. What did that mean to you? It was just, I mean, I loved it. So you, as a skier, is this say my lake is too rough or I want a different environment? I, I can drive within a couple miles and there's always a, a ski course or somebody skiing that we can ski on. So it makes it easy. Other states, other counties, they don't, I hear people driving three and four hours to ski or to train and three or four hours back home. That's like driving, say, I want to go take a ski set, driving to West Palm, spend two hours and you got to drive all the way back. Like it's horrible. Around here, there's lakes everywhere. Yeah. And that's why everybody flocks here. All the best athletes in the world come here because it's not only is the weather good, but there's so many different places you can go and train. Do you think that, you know, in your... Uh, unbelievable rise to stardom. Do you do you think that the people that have come here and that eventually have made a home, yeah. you know, here? Lucky Low would be one good example. Uh, I mean, but there's hundreds and hundreds of others. Do you think that bulk of knowledge, you know, that core knowledge, sort of permeates the community too? And that did that make a difference in your career? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just, I mean, it kind of, it, it's a home environment. Like I, I've not, I've had tons of opportunities to leave this area, but I went from Lakeland to Auburndale. That's as far as I got. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't want to go any further. And my wife is from France yeah. and she came over here as a young rising star, trained here, loved it, went to Florida Southern, graduated from Florida Southern, and then we got married. So she, Polk County sucked her in here too. That, that <laughs> magnet won't let her go. And she loves it here. Yeah. I mean, she's from south of France. There's no beautiful place in the world than that. And she still visits. But our kids were born born here in Polk County. They go to school, Berkeley Road. Yeah. My daughter's playing baseball here at uh, Myrtle Park or Lake Myrtle. So we're all here and it's growing and growing. My parents, my 
that's how the Ellis family even got here is that all the brothers lived in, uh, they were Mississippi and Georgia. They all came down here on a fishing trip to Clearwater. And my dad said the next day when he got home, he packed us up and we moved to Lakeland. He goes, wow. we're moving. And they, and all four brothers, all three brothers from four total came here and they never left. That sounds like you. The whole Ellis, the whole Ellis <laughs> village is here. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it's sort of like my family, yeah. you know, my uh, brother and sister, they moved down here to ski at the gardens and, you know, and, and do other stuff. But, um, you know, the fact of the matter is it's, it's a great place to, uh, uh, live, work and, yeah. and play. And obviously your avocation for the, um, sport of water skiing turned into a vocation. Yeah. And let's kind of fast forward here a little bit. You know, you have three kids. Yeah. You and Marion have uh, two together. Um, what's their interest in water skiing? I mean, their dad's a, a superstar. They're skiing sport. great. I mean, Brett's my oldest. He's already in tournaments. He's uh, he's jumping now. He has his first jump tournament coming up real quick here at uh, Fluid over there at Action Sports. Uh, Louise is uh, going to be six on Valentine's. She's been skiing since she was two. She's ready to do tournaments. Like she sees every, all the action and go on. And, yeah. and Maxwell, he's going to turn three and he started skiing when he was two. Yeah. So when we're out there skiing, they get in line and they take their, they want to ski yeah. and they ski a lot. <laughs> Kids don't run out of energy. Yeah. It's horrible for the boat because we put hours on it, but they all love it. They all ski. They see how much fun we have with it. Right. And we go to tournaments and fluid and they have, there's tons of kids out there skiing and mm -hmm. it's just kind of magnetic and they all just ski all day long. So they love it. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and, and I really think, and, and you've, mentioned this sort of a little bit earlier that that water skiing is such an esteem builder you know but it's also a it can be a group sport yeah it's a rare combination that you have um and and when you you have to have three people you have to have a driver you have to have a rider and you have you know then you have exactly. a skier yeah so you know when it comes down to, to training your kids we've got a, a world class mom got a you know a uh, future hall of famer as a dad when it comes to coaching the kids do you ever have any disagreements yeah so, <laughs> yeah was a, a there lot. was no hesitation yeah. but... <laughs> i mean right away and we've already taken brett who, who kind of in this long course and kind of starting to tick tock up a little bit we've yeah. taken him to other pro skiers yeah and um, because it's hard to not do coaching dad mm -hmm. it's hard to be coaching the boat and dad on shore and I get mixed up, he gets mixed up, turns into an argument. And I don't, none of us want an argument because it's just, nobody learns. Yeah. E even as a dad or a coach, you're not learning. So we'll send him off. And of course he listens. Oh, he told me this. I'm like, well, I told you that 10 times the same thing. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you hear it different ways from different people and it kind of resonates. And, but we, we have already, we already, know how to cross that bridge yeah so when it's time we take them to their favorite skier their favorite pro skier they spend the time and and they grow as an athlete and everybody's happy and we have a good trip to the tournaments <laughs> well as you look to their to their future and i guess as parents we all do and and live in hope that uh they fulfill their dreams not ours yeah but if you um you know could look to the future do you, would you be happy that they became, you know, professional skiers or would you rather see them become, you know, get into some other profession like nurse or a doctor, lawyer, um, a sports marketing person, Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. 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 No, I always tell Brett, I'm like, listen, if you want to, now that I know what I know, 
I go, if you want to choose sports, I think you should choose anything with a ball because <laughs> they make more than skiers. Yeah. I mean, I've had a great career, um, but if he wants to be a pro skier and take that avenue, absolutely. Um, I have him in everything right now. I got him in baseball. I got him in skiing. I, I signed him up for the flag football here. Um, is it H, H9 or H or something? The flag yeah. football here in, right in, in Lakeland. Yeah. yeah. So he's doing that. So I got him in everything. Yeah. So, ho- so he can choose a path. But if he wants to be a pro skier, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He can still have a, a, a academic or a career. Or, there's tons of pro skiers that are lawyers and doctors. Yeah. And, and uh, Poochie Morgan, Lauren Morgan, is doing criminal criminal law. Yeah. And she's the number one U.S. jumper right now. So hmm. you can't, it might be a little harder, but you can do both. Yeah. So is that is that Mike's daughter? Yeah, Mike Morgan's daughter. He's another pro skier. Yeah, on pro tour, won slam events and great, and still competes on the senior tour. And he's a, a doctor. And yeah. he's, so a very 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 successful doctor. So yeah. Well, you Mike, can do both. Well, Mike's an interesting guy, and his son Zach. I know he and my yeah. brother are good buddies. But um, you know that career path is is kind of interesting. You know, you talk to pro athletes, and you go, no, I, you know, just like you. Yeah. And if, no, I want them to grow up to do what they want to do. And I could care less, you know, with my kid, I'd care less yeah. if they, you know, become yeah. or became professional water skiers. And the one did, one didn't. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, and the, you know, is, is the, the kids and all of that type of stuff, you know, that's obviously your core. You can see it. You know, I can see it in your parents with you and, and now you and uh, Marion with your kids. And being able to be here in, in Polk County, one of the best things about living here that I, you know, with my kids has always been the fact they can participate in so many different things yeah. at a, and, and at a high level. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. But I've always felt, uh, and I'm interested to see what your take is on this, I've always felt that the more exposure you can give them to other sports, the better yeah. athlete they will be in the specific sport that they may or may yeah. not choose. I mean, our daughter's six, and we got her. She's in gymnastics with the voice art. Oh yeah, See? yeah. She's doing the bay t ball here, uh-huh. and she skis as much as she can. So we have her in everything because um, it teaches her to work well with others, solve, solve, uh, solve some problems, put the puzzles together, and it teaches you how to be super strong. Yeah. And I think when you have all those qualities. You, when you go in the workforce, it's competitive. Yeah. And I think if you're healthy and strong and you can you think on the dime, you're going to be successful at it. Well, so I think sports is a huge part of being successful. Well, there, there's no question about it. And, and this crazy mentality that, well, everybody gets a participation trophy and all that. It's not what life's about. No. Life's about competition. Yeah. You know, whether you like to admit it or not. And, you know, you don't want somebody that got a participation trophy doing brain surgery on it. Yes. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. You know, so that's uh, maybe a little of my philosophy. Will no, I, 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 I totally agree. Not everybody should do that. There's, there's some winners and losers. You want the whole everyone to do good and feel a part of it. But when someone does really good, I think they should be rewarded and, and told, hey, you did a great job. Yeah. You know? And risk reward, you know, and you, both of us actually have had uh, taken a lot of risks and have paid some penalties for it. But ultimately, it's made us better athletes and better human beings. Mm-hmm. But God gives us all certain talents and, yeah. get, and gifts. It's up to us to use those gifts for yeah. you know, the betterment of our, our community, our families, and, uh, and so on. But, you know, if the, the official career is over. Um, you know, obviously, you could go out right now 
and and probably yeah. you know, rocket it in, on you know in the senior divisions and all this type of stuff. Is your passion still there to do that? Yeah, it is, um, especially right now because everything's the tournament schedules are coming out. Right. The first pro events uh, March seventh in Australia. Uh, the Muma Masters is like one of the biggest tournaments in water skiing. That all the uh, a bunch of people I'm training right now are getting ready for that. My juices are starting to get ready. Uh, the sun is staying up longer. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, it's time. Right. And I, I'm getting antsy because it feels like you know, I've been doing this 31 years. I'm supposed to be on the wall. I'm supposed to be doing all this stuff. I'm pacing the house. Yeah. And Marion's like, hey, you're not going to Moomba. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, my most memorable, and I know you've uh, won the Australian Open, I think, or the Moomba Masters maybe three times. Yeah. And, and you know, of course, my uh, memory of the Moomba Masters was Glenn Thurlow, the first yeah. man, first human being to jump over 200, 202 feet. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool. And I know the people that's, that come to you for training and, and skiing going, oh, that's Scott Ellis. That's cool. When, yeah. when I was with Mastercraft up at the plant in Maryville, uh, Glenn and uh, uh, the uh, the other Aussie that was on the tour with us the very first few years of the tour. Carrington, Jeff Carrington. Jeff Carrington. Yeah. They came, and I mean, heck, I'm in the boat with with Glenn Thurlow and Jeff Carrington. I remember Carrington just he wasn't chewing me out, but he's coaching me, yeah, you know, in a very direct manner. Yeah, that Aussie that slang. It's a different. <laughs> it's a different way. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, that's that's kind of my my Australia, um, you know, with those two guys, and and you know, you really came to prominence in the '90s on the yeah. tour, on the pro tour. You know, my years were back in the '80s. '84 was the very first year of the tour when it was the Coors Light International yeah. Pro Tour. Um, but life has changed. Uh, the tour has changed. Not on ESPN anymore. And that had to be a thrill for you. you know? Oh my God, that was incredible. You know, and, and people in Polk County yeah. were like, "That's Scott Ellis. Yeah. He's on ESPN." <laughs> I mean, I went from graduating Santa Fe Catholic here in, in, in Lakeland to being on ESPN the next summer. It was yeah. like, it was, like <laughs> and they're like, "How is it?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's just cool." Like, I don't, you know, yeah, you know, hot summer nights. You see, oh, yourself, you remember that? Oh my gosh, it was just it was neat. Yeah. You get off the water, and then it's just like you in the other sports, the mic with the ESPN thing around the thing. It's just like, and you're staring at that and trying to. Yeah. It's just, it's cool. It's well, just, there's, you know, I'm up on Yeah, the like wall. right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just a neat thing because you always see that in sports, you know, and yeah. Brady gets interviewed or Jordan or somebody gets interviewed, and now that, that thing's in my face. It's, but that's the level that, that, that you're at. And, yeah. and there's no question in my mind that um, even if I have to submit it, but. Uh, that you will be in the USA Water Ski and Wake Sports Foundation uh, Hall of Fame, and to you know be from Polk County, coming up and have that museum and that ceremony right here yeah. has got to be a thrill for you, and I know for your mom and dad yeah. because they are so proud. They didn't let you see it, by the way, uh, a lot. No, gosh, they were so proud of you yeah. growing up, um, and still are. It was uh, it was great to work with them. You know, Scott, one of the things that we talked about a little bit earlier was the importance of your family growing up and, and introducing you to the sport of water skiing. But that family really grew throughout the years to include organizations and people that, that brought you along. I know Correct Craft Boats is, yeah. is one of your sponsors, and, and they're a family. Yeah. Uh, Conley Skis, you, you jumped on Conley's yeah. and uh, all of that type of thing. But you know, 
there's a lot of folks, a lot of organizations like that. Um, but I want to give other people the opportunity to um, have the opportunity to maybe take some lessons from you. What, how can they do that? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can. Um, but the best thing to do is go to action sports like Fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a there's a lake there. Uh, an owner named Kyle Eid runs it. Kiwi. He's, Kiwi. Call him Kiwi. He's from New Zealand. So Kiwi, and he's got kids too. But the best thing is go out there. He can get a hold of me, and we can teach your kids how to ski there. And, it, and it's pretty simple. When you have all the, the the equipment to teach them when to ski, like 99.9% of the year, you're going to pop up first try. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with the right coaches, the right equipment, they get right up. Like I told you, both my kids started at two. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't been walking for that long. And yeah. they're, now they're skiing. So it's easy to do. Uh, pick a nice warm day. We uh, have all the equipment, life jacket. Just bring a towel and a bathing suit. And come sit there for the day, pack a lunch, and watch your kids have fun. Because when they get up on top of the water, that is the biggest grin you're going to see. Well, So it's incredible. Yeah, it's a great great opportunity. It's located in Polk City. Yeah, Polk City. Right off the interstate. And you can actually take uh, 559 north. You go north of the interstate. And uh, then you head east on yeah. Holy Cow Road. Holy Cow, yeah, exactly. Holy Cow Road. Yeah. Holy Cow. Yeah. So uh, great time, great opportunities. Yep. And it's certainly been a pleasure for me to sit down with you yeah. and kind of go over some fun stuff. And, you know, water skiing is just a fun sport. It is fun. I mean, who doesn't like being on a boat out in the sun? <laughs> I mean, skiing all day. Exactly. I, well, Scott, congratulations on a, just a yeah, stellar career. Uh, this has been a pleasure for, <clears throat> pardon me, for me, and uh, uh, we're going to see our, see you down the road. There is no doubt about it, but we're both going to enjoy the centennial celebration yeah. of the sport of water skiing in 2022. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. This is Mark Jackson for Scott Ellis, and we'll see you again next time.